There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. News from the Krabby Coffee Shop is brought to you by AimHighConstructionMN.com. Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your hosts, Don McLean. From Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson. We'll let this play out till the end. We need every minute we. We do. Yeah. <laughs> we wow. need a minute. Here's my list. Here's my okay, list. Let's... Elvis, the Beatles, Cats, Ross, uh, Ross's Psycho Hamster, uh, <laughs> Stories We Didn't Get To, a McDonald's Bomb, A Guitar Playing Kid Is Shot, uh, Get Lost Vacation, uh, Don Really, Really Loves the Government, uh, I Talked S About Dawn When She Was Away, and a, uh, With a Working Vacation. What wow. do you want to jump into first? I want to hear about those hamsters, personally. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. That's, uh, Ross, you told this story off the air after the show, and we uh, immediately jumped up your backside for not sharing this on the air. Yeah. And I don't know, we were talking about cats or something, and we do have a story today about cats and how they're all psycho, and I, I don't think that's breaking any new news. I think everybody <laughs> knows <laughs> cats, even the gentle, loving cats, are psycho. Uh, but you told a story, and if I remember right, you were sent home over vacation, summer or Christmas, with a hamster or two. Yeah, summer vacation in seventh grade. This would have been late nineties. Don't tell us what year. Early two thousands. Young, impressionable <laughs> youth. And I think how do we get on this topic? Was it raccoons? Oh, it was Dawn's kittens. Oh, I think that's God, how we those got garage on cats. This topic right. with Dawn's right. garage cats. So seventh grade, the end of seventh grade. Going into eighth grade, the seventh grade science teacher has a bunch of animals, reptiles, things that she watches all summer long or all school year long. People need to watch them in the summer. She's a psycho. Yeah, so people sign up. Totally. People sign up to take things home. (laughs) I originally signed up for one hamster. Yeah. But then was told, oh, just please take two. Either, and I don't remember at the time what I was told. I don't remember if I was told I was getting two female hamsters <laughs> or two male hamsters. Right. But long story short on that part, I got a female and a male hamster. <laughs> and there's one easy way to know this. Yeah. Normally, yeah. The hamster, one of them, had babies. Oh, hello. Yeah, well, hello. Do you know about private parts, little, Ross? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's another way. Little bomb chicka wow wow going down in the hamster cage. Oh. So, again, I don't know anything about hamsters other than you just clean the cage, feed them. Nobody ever told me the mother is super protective of the young. Yeah. So protective of the young, apparently. That to keep the father at bay and to protect her young, she will eat the heads off of her babies. Oh, oh my, my God. God. They had to have been from Arkansas. So This oh. is like an old abuser line. I, I, I punch you in the face because I love you. This is not being protective, Ross. This is being psychotic. I mean, this... we talk about cats being psycho. <laughs> Hamsters are freaking yeah, psycho. That's uh, Imagine, so I go one day to clean... <laughs> Oh, this is so bad. I'm traumatized to this day. Yet I'm so He's traumatized. I'm, I'm laughing about it. Yeah. That's I what go we to do with clean pain. the hamster cage and I look in there and there are literally parts of baby hamsters yeah. strewn all over the place. Oh, all over oh the place. he's talking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. awful. And at the time, I call my dad in there and I'm like, What did he say? Yeah. I'm like, Dad, you got to check this out. I'm pretty sure the hamsters are eating each other. (laughs) And he he said, I think think it was basically BS. They're not eating each other. Followed by, holy, 
Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, when he, oh when he, when he looked in there. Oh, no. So oh, no. <laughs> what did you do then? Did you separate the two hamsters or did you just put them, send them both to heaven? I think, what did you do? I think I know what we ended up doing at one point was we ended up just taking all of them to Petco. <laughs> all the oh, ones that God. were left. And yeah. Petco, would, <laughs> Petco at the time would take them. I don't know if they still do. But... <laughs> I think they go sure. We'll have yeah. a. This is free food it, for our snakes. I said, "Would you like a Would you like a hamster that should be serving time in jail for murdering her yeah, children?" No kidding. We know where she's uh, going. And, and the and the father. I think we took them there. I think honestly, sadly, and this is to me kind of sad. Yeah. I think all the babies were dead. Yeah. I think yeah. they were all yeah. dead. Yeah. Traumatizing. Yeah. Absolutely traumatizing. And as long as we're down this path, let me tell one more quick story, okay? Oh, please. I'm we a- don't want to talk today anyway. <laughs> Stretch it out, time is it? Make it last. I'm, I'm, a neat, I'm a neat freak, as I think everybody around here at least kind of knows. Okay. I, I don't... I don't care about other people's stuff. Like, if I go over to Kenny's place, John's place, Don's place, and it's dirty, yeah. doesn't phase me. Right. My stuff. My car. My home. My desk. Has to be clean, okay? So years ago, and I'm going to the illustrious Brown College. This is is probably probably 2007 ish. Uh huh. I'm driving home one day, and I'm eating a couple reasons. You know the candies, reasons, those chocolate covered things. What are you 90? Yeah, I know. Oh my god. God. I also routinely fall asleep to Everybody Loves Raymond at night, but that's a that's a different story. Deborah, uh, I leave the it's it's fall. It's like fall, early winter. I leave the reasons on the passenger seat. Okay, next morning I come out. The bag of reasons is now on the floor. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I literally right away went. Yeah, that's odd. I didn't put them there, Uh-oh. and I haven't moved. Like I didn't drive the car anywhere, and I'm living at home at the time. Right. Okay, that's odd. This sounds unreasonable. Oh, this is. Oh, I like what you did there. Driving home from the illustrious Brown Don, College the you next get day. Points deducted for that joke, Don. <laughs> I'm driving. I think I might have the window <laughs> down a little bit. I got my hand on the armrest. Oh, and I, God. What happened? I just happened to look over and standing, literally standing in the cup holder. <gasps> vermin. A mouse? Uh-huh. A mouse. Uh-huh. A mouse just staring at me. It's like this, just staring at oh me. You guys can gosh. see. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. It didn't even register right away, right? I'm like, right. I'm like, oh. And then about a split second later, ah! <laughs> like as I'm driving down the road. So, again, I get home, and I'll never forget this story. This next part is insane. So, yeah. again, I get home. <laughs> yeah. Pops, I got mice in my car. Yeah. Bull crap, your car's immaculate. You don't have mice in your yeah, car. Yeah, it's like, sealed up tight. I'm like, no, 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 I do. I do. I know. I saw it. He's like, no, nah, you're making stuff up. I said, no, there's a mouse somewhere in <laughs> By the way, car. your dad, I know your dad. He was smoking a cigar during <laughs> yeah. this conversation. Yeah, and he was, and he was yeah. probably wearing faded red shorts and a NASCAR t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, he called you an F-bomb, too. <laughs> so he comes outside, and we start looking through the car. And we're tearing it apart because now he's kind of convinced. I've shown him the reasons, which, by the way, two of the reasons have like little gnaw marks on them. Right. Yeah, so they've, they've been chewed on. So <laughs> yeah, he knows. Yeah, yeah. And he can't make sense of it because, again, my car is super clean. Yeah. So we're picking everything apart. Finally pulls out the back seat, right? You can remove the back seat. I'm That's terrified. where the spare tire is. There's a family in there. There's a family of mice in Holy the car. Lee. Cow. It's a mom and like eight or nine mice that look like baby piglets because yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's oh, what, yeah, that's what like. baby yep. rabbits look yeah. like. They're yeah. so tidy. So uh, Pops's brilliant idea is he's just like me. Mm. I can't can't kill a fly. Nicest guy in the world. What? Maybe loves the colorful language, but a nice guy. What? Are you telling me you <laughs> relocated mice? It's, this what is, you do? Ross, this you're is, fired. This is the, where the story gets insane. Mm. Pops grabs literally a tongs that were never to be used again. <laughs> right. And a cup. Yeah. Scoops up all the babies and the mom. Brings them across the street to a field. Yeah. Oh, and, no. And we're now just kind of talking in the driveway like, wow, that was, that was kind of some weird S. Who would ever know that that would happen? Yeah. Any ideas what happened next? They came running back across the street. Mom. And got run over. Or- no, mom. 
comes running across the street. No, she's dumb. Baby in mouth. No. Back up the tire and into the car. <gasps> we were dying of laughter. Oh, like, my so God. That's she's like, furious, my home. furious, but also like, okay, that's comical. Oh. <laughs> but then that convinced you. You had to do the Lord's work and send them home. You know, from that point, it's all blurry. I don't know what happened from that point. <laughs> Story without I, an end. I, I don't know if we if we took a hammer to him or no, if, you didn't. Or if, I think honestly, I think pops drove him a few miles and dumped him somewhere. Yeah, he scooped him on uh. back up. <laughs> okay, let me do this very quickly, and then I promise you, I'm oh, done for the show. We don't mind. <laughs> Keep talking, please. I, I move out to lovely Winter, South Dakota, for my first big time radio job. <laughs> South Central South Dakota, North Central Nebraska's Magic 93. <laughs> home of the hits. Home of the hits. They're all home of the hits. Right. So I'd say the following summer, driving around in my car in winter South Dakota, and now once you know what a mouse smells like, you know, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm driving in my car, and yeah. I go, huh, smells like mice. Yep. Mm. So I go, and I... Get some traps and just put traps in the car, right? Right. Yeah. Ones that I don't have to see. That This I, doesn't sound actually, very magical. Live mice doesn't really bug me that much. Yeah. Dead mice, that's creepy. That's nasty. That's disgusting. I want oh, nothing really? to do with it. Oh, yeah. really? Nothing. Oh, Gross. I'm the opposite. Kenny wants to be <laughs> surrounded by dead mice. So it's preferable. Put, yeah. a, put a trap in the car. And about two, three days later, I get in the car on a hot summer day. It's like 95 no. degrees. Literally smells like a dead body in my car. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know I'm that like, smell. Worst, worst yeah. smell. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. we, we got a dead one. So <laughs> I then drive down to Mel's Automotive in lovely winter South Dakota. I said, Mel, you got to help me out. Oh, my God. Let's call him right now. Don't fuss or cuss. <laughs> call us. Mel's like. <laughs> Don't fuss or cuss. Mel's like, there's really not a lot you can do. Once that smells in there, they know it's a safe right. haven for them. Right. It is, that's, yeah. That's why they're coming back. That is, yeah. But he goes through. He does his best to you know patch it up and find anything where they could be coming through. Tells me dryer sheets and Febreze. That's, they don't, yeah, that's, they don't, they don't love that. Work. Doesn't work. Yeah. It worked, for, it worked for me, but I've heard of multiple people that have said, no, it doesn't work. Same with uh, the green, what is the green soap? Uh, Irish Spring. Irish, Irish Spring. Yeah, yep. yeah, I see. So, shave it off with a potato uh, shaver. They'll actually eat it. The, they, they don't mind that. Really? Okay. <laughs> the part of the story that will always be funny to me is I made my coworker at the time, very good gentleman, his name was Ben. I made Ben go out to the car one time when I got another dead one because I didn't even want to touch the trap that Jeez. I couldn't see, right? Yeah. So Ben goes outside. And this is Main Street, Winter, South Dakota, where there's a church on Main Street. There's bars. It's the radio station, is it everything. called Winter Haven or Winter, South Dakota? Winter, South Dakota. Winter? Opposite of loser. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. As in Kenny is a winner. Uh-huh. Right. Of course he is. So Ben goes out there one day. When I'm like, Ben, there's an awful smell. I got another one. You got to help me. Ben goes out there, literally like almost starts dry heaving as he goes to grab it. And he doesn't know where to throw it. There's no trash can. So he's (laughs) yelling at me from like a half a block away to come get this thing right out of his hand. And I'm like, I'm not touching it. Honestly, church is letting out 25 feet away, and I got I got Ben in Main Street, Winter, South Dakota. Oh, no. Boof! That's what they call me in South Dakota, boof. Boof. Boof! boof. This, he had kind of a bit of a southern drawl. This is your effing car! This is your effing dead mouse! <laughs> except, he's, <laughs> except he's using the real word, and here, here come like the middle school no, church no. children out the door. No, no, no. <laughs> So, oh my god. So in my life I have had hamsters eat their children and I have had mice in my car twice in a calendar year. And, and you're clean. And honestly, I had forgotten about both of these stories until last week. So I'm not actually sure that this podcast is good for my mental health. <laughs> And I will be taking... <laughs> You're not the only one, You Ross. don't even dare get up, because guess who has to produce then? Me. I will be taking an immediate leave of absence from the Krabby... News uh, from the Krabby no! Coffee Shop. You could have left him, because mice will eat other dead mice. Oh, will they? Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, did not As know will that. skunks. That's disgusting. A skunk will eat a dead skunk. 
I yeah, uh, we but we once had a trap out Kenny in our uh, kitchen in an old house we had. Yeah. Put it put it behind the oven. Yeah. And forgot about it. Sure. The the we mouse died. The oven. And, you know, oh. and we kept smelling this awful. Yeah. yeah. And we looked all over the house. Didn't remember we put it there. Yeah. Uh, when when we finally found it, no mice had eaten it. It had turned basically to liquid. Well, that's good. <laughs> that was, means there's no mo- no more mice in the house, oh, right? Oh, it God. was awful. Wow. I also, we also I also had a whole family too, like Ross's experience there. In a lawn chair, in my uh, uh, in the back shed, yeah. I bought these nice lawn chairs and they fold up, so I put them there for winter, spring. Pulled it out, opened it up. There's a mom and eight babies just uh, sitting there feeding. Shall we say? Gross. Scared the living hell out of me. <laughs> I of course jumped a hundred feet in the air and ran to my wife and said, "We got a bunch of mice here. I can't kill them. Can you?" And she took a shovel and killed them. So, <laughs> have you ever heard a mouse scream? They will scream. No, really? Yeah, yeah. They, they, uh, when the, an animal eats them or they get caught in a trap and uh, their head isn't, you know, their neck yep. isn't snapped, they'll yep. they'll sit there and scream. And it's a it's a frightening, disgusting, creepy. Is, is it loud or just high? No, it's not loud. They're a mouse. Well, <laughs> that's but, why I asked. But you hear them. Yeah, you hear them. Huh? I love that Weird. you you talked about running to your wife. There's oh, yeah. a, there's a immediately. There's a story in my family must be from sometime in the 80s or early 90s. There was a bat in the basement of our house. <laughs> oh, okay. God, I did battle with a bat right here at this office and 6 months ago. Ooh. Really? <laughs> really? Ooh. Yeah, that's yeah. nasty. Yeah. Ooh. And the the story in my house goes both my dad and uh late mother hightailed it out of the basement upstairs, closed the door. Uh-huh. My father then immediately called his 75, 80-year-old mother, yeah. <laughs> who lives three towns away. Oh Mom, gosh. you got to come over yeah. right now. Who drove down with a racket <laughs> to yeah. take care of the bat because neither of my parents would. That's I, an uh, age-old yeah. story that we talk about all I the do, time. I, I understand that. I do not cope with bats well. Uh, and it was the early morning. It was still dark out. Uh, the office, the light in the hallway was on. The door was open. And I was doing something. And it's like, did a bird just fly by? What the hell? And I stuck my head out in the hallway, and there's a bat hanging from the ceiling down at mm-hmm. the end of the hall. Oh, cool. Um, and every now, cool. I love bats. Are you kidding it's me? It's a flying rat. It's so cool. If those things bite you, you've got like minutes to live. They're I mean, not that's bite you. that's like instant death. How like many you turn into have a vampire? You have been uh, bitten by a bat. Well, they're no longer alive to talk about it, McLean. Oh, no one. <laughs> they don't want to bite you. They have sonar. They just go over your head. They're like, yeah. they they try to avoid you. Is what I've always heard, Kenny. Yeah. Well, he was coming all, right at me. All coming com- right. He was, a, at, coming he was right attacking. At Thankfully, I had a, a broom here. Um, and so, you know, I'm swatting and swinging and cursing and yelling. And then it occurs to me, oh, it's bright in here. They don't like light. And why don't you open the door? So I opened the back door to go outside. I turned off the light, closed my office door, and 10 minutes later, it was gone. There you go. That's the end of That's my happy bat story. That's great. And I get yelled at at home for, um, for you know, not liking bats. And she even suggests that we put up bat houses. Yeah. That's great. And my question is, well, uh, the bats have been doing pretty good without the bat houses. Do we really need to do bat houses? Same How do with you birds. Do a bat house. Uh, yeah, uh, it's just a box with a. It's you know a box like the size of a, an old phone book mm-hmm. with just a slat, a slit open so they can slide in there and hang in there. Oh, yeah. cool. But do what's the point? They're hangers? doing. Uh, no, you don't do anything in it. I don't, you don't think. Put little sticks for them to hang off of. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, they can't just grab onto nothing, right? Well, they got they got sticky feet, don't they? No. Huh? Right? Don't... I don't know. I don't know anything about bats. <sighs> you ever Ross? But you hate them, Ross. You know the roommate. <laughs> you know my roommate, right? I do. Yep. So we have a camper out, out by a lake, and oh, uh, this one. And uh, no, I'm not telling that story. <laughs> Although I think I've actually God, told that on GL. I, I, just, I can't believe it. I told Don, uh, John. I told Don the story about my uh, trail cam that I pointed at the camper, and I caught myself grilling with no no pants God. on. God, yeah, no pants. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. So you said just a T-shirt, and I said, yeah. Well, um, 
you mean you had underwear on? You're like, no. <laughs> just a t-shirt. Just a t-shirt. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you're Porky like, Pig in it. Yeah, like Donald Duck or Porky Pig. <laughs> right. uh, one night we go to bed and uh, she says to me, just as calm as you could possibly be, uh, a mouse just ran across my face. My oh, face. Yeah. My God. face. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Laying in bed, a mouse ran across her face. Oh. Uh, I, I I got up and spent the night in the oh. truck. Ooh. Oh, yeah. you just left her in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's very calm about it, and to this day, it really doesn't bother her that much. Oh. But uh, you, I found that very, very upsetting. You ever very. Heard, you ever heard of, like, Impentigo? Yeah. You, yeah. you can get that from mice. You yeah, get really? like these red welts mm-hmm. and nasty spots on your body. Yeah, happened evil little bastards. Happened to a family member of mine. I I got startled by a dead bat when I was schlepping radio in lovely New Prague, Minnesota. I was driving down the road one day and thought I had a leaf stuck on my windshield wiper. Oh, it was a bat. Oh, and I stopped to get groceries. And I went over. I'm like, oh, let me just get this leave. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you've reminded me, uh, you know, sliding bar- barn doors, a, a door that instead of swinging open, slides open. Yeah, uh, sure. I open a sliding barn door and one fell from the tracks and landed on my head. <laughs> Well, no wonder you hate them. That's the problem oh, right God, there. I'd pay five hundred dollars to see that. God, you guys are creeps. Oh. That was it was seriously disturbing. Uh, I, we'll get on the list right now. I'm talking about Aim High and Construction MN dot com. These guys are the best, uh, and they can tackle just about any construction job you need doing, from simple remodels to uh, windows, siding, roofing, or a full brand new house commercial doesn't matter aim high construction they can do it all and they'll help you with design consultation if you're thinking about a new kitchen but don't know where to go or what to do if you want to finish off that basement but you're not quite sure about what you want they can help you with that they're a full service construction company they're obsessed with quality craftsmanship and honest service and they've been with us on gl for quite a while and that means they are booked solid. So if you're thinking about a job next spring, now is the time to call them, get on the list, get the conversation started. Uh, and I've used them. This is uh, one of the companies that I've used, and I'm very, very happy with the results. Uh, they remodeled our kitchen and did a whole bunch of brand-new deck and a bunch of other stuff at our home in Minneapolis, and they really forced that equity up. Uh, Chris is the owner. He's a great guy. Make sure when you contact him, tell him you're a GLer or a My Talker. You listen to the Krabby Show. Uh, and again, the uh, website to get a hold of him, aimhighconstructionmn.com. So, um, we, Jason, Jason Matheson uh, from the Jason and Alexis Show on My Talk makes, uh, Don and I promote the podcast on the air. <laughs> <laughs> and as you can guess, John, it never really goes very well unless yeah. unless Dawn just handles it because she's a pro. <laughs> I'm not necessarily. And Dawn brought up uh, this morning wondering if we wanted to talk about this Beatles documentary. Let oh, it be. Oh, right. Did you finish it, John? I still haven't seen part three. Tell us I why. I wanted to. Tell us why. Uh, because uh, my wife and I are watching it together, so I don't want to jump the gun and watch part three before she does. Is that okay? Is it does not she have, okay with you? Are you? Do you have one of those cages on right now? Are you wearing a, like a cage thing in your <gasps> oh, swimsuit no, I, area? We, we rarely watch <laughs> things together. Area. Uh, and <laughs> this was just one thing to watch together. Now, I do plan once we are done watching it, I'm going to sit by myself and watch it all the way through very oh. loudly so I get all the nuance of everything. Why don't you everything. do that now and then and just watch Yeah. Don't tell her. Just be like, uh, and then if she says, why do you know this or you or you mess it up, say, yeah. I am an entertainer and I have yeah. to talk about things on my podcast uh, uh, and we needed, I needed just, it for show I, prep. Or I could just say I know everything about the Beatles, so. Oh, do you sure. do that, Don? Are there shows that you and MC um, will not watch apart? You have to watch together. Yeah. Really? See, yeah. see, Kenny, I mean, it's not just me. Yeah. 
John, do you know about what I had going on in Minneapolis where I had basically my own office room area in the basement? Mm-hmm. And oftentimes uh, the roommate and I, we would be watching the same show in different parts of the house, and we'd just text each other <laughs> about what we're seeing. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I used to do that. Oh, well, when I had coronavirus, oh. we had to be separated. Yeah. He was downstairs living. He has his office, and it's it's a finished basement, so yeah. no problem. But we would do Hulu watch party. Yeah. And it's like you can watch something together and then you can text to the side. We were just yelling and screaming. (laughs) I think the the key to a very healthy relationship is to spend as much time apart as possible. (laughs) That's That's what keeps it strong. You know what? That's probably not too far from the truth. Separate yeah. va- have you reached the point of separate vacations yet? No. Oh, my God. They're so awesome. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you. Um, but anyway, what I wanted to talk to you about, wow. John, was something with the Beatles. And they didn't really bring Elvis up, not that I can remember at all. Maybe they did and I missed it. They do play uh, Blue Suede Shoes, but that wasn't an. Uh, Elvis did that song, but wasn't that was. Uh, Carl Perkins wrote that it. That was a Carl, yeah, a Carl yeah. Perkins song. Yep. And uh, I don't know, did Ross send me this or did I stumble upon it myself? The Beatles, both, well, Lennon and McCartney both agreed that, and the headline is what got me. Um, yeah, Ross did send this to me. The Army Killed Elvis. Yeah. That's but that's a really common uh, idea, I guess, opinion among yeah. a lot of amongst a lot of rockers and a lot of rock historians, if you will. That yeah. once once he went in the army for all intents and purposes, his rock and roll attitude left, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I think there's good music after that in late sixties, but the whole point being the attitude, the rock and roll attitude, and everything was just kind of you know Why washed out th- of him. What, was he about? Did he have a low number? Was he about to be drafted? Why did he go in? Uh, he did. There was. He did have to go in. Yes, I think he got drafted uh, because they didn't have a number system yet. Then I don't think. Okay. I think it worked in a different way uh, at that point, and he did get drafted. Uh, so I don't know. That's why he joined the army. And of course, it, Colonel Tom Parker, his manager, said, "Let's let's you know let's do this. It'll be you know great for the image and you know." Don, are you at all familiar with the uh, the Colonel Tom Parker Elvis situation? Mm-hmm. It's it kind of reminds me of what uh, Brittany um, went through, you know. And and uh, you'd think, well, when Elvis passed away, that that phenomenon or whatever it is would have ended, but uh, it could possibly still be going on this very day with some artists. And I think, oh, yeah. Brittany, Definitely. I think was a, a good example of that. Mm-hmm. John, how did why did Elvis allow that to go on? I mean, he was obviously very talented. He, well, why did he re- let that happen? Uh, I think he just went with the flow and thought it'll make him famous, make him money. He had offers to work movies that ended up incredibly big. Uh, Colonel Tom Parker wouldn't allow. Uh, he was supposed to play the Chris Christopherson character in the seventies version of A Star Is Born. Really, Colonel Tom Parker. Yeah. Yeah, Colonel Tom Parker said, "Uh, uh-uh, why? I have no idea. I, I have no idea what his reasoning was, but but there were other offers also, and the music all was guided after he came back out of the army by Colonel Tom Parker, who got a bunch of music from different songwriting groups and picked the songs for Elvis. Elvis didn't pick them again until late in the '60s when he did the stuff in Memphis and Nashville, and those turned out to be really good records. Yeah. And then after that, Elvis just quit." basically and you know it was the big guy in the spangled suit mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah uh, was he being controlled through uh, pharmaceuticals oh. well <laughs> he did a lot of pharmaceuticals well, yeah. the reason uppers i and downers and you gotta yeah, go to Donna. this you gotta take an upper now we gotta wind yeah. down at night take a downer yeah. don it sounds like you read the same book i did and i think the guy's name was albert goldman did he yeah, do an goldman. elvis book where, Don, yeah. what you said is exactly the same, especially for those Vegas shows. Uh, give him an upper to get uh-huh. up, and then uh, he's up for the show. Yeah. And then as soon as the show is over, on the way to the airplane, give him a downer. Yeah. He lays down in bed. They put a seatbelt on him, and they they just they put him away like a toy or a tool at yeah. the end of a work day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Well, you've seen the, uh, That's the Way It Is, I think, is the one film. It's a concert film mm-hmm. when he's on tour. And he looks so he's wasted so after it. shows. It's so yeah. sad. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Just looks horrible. His here's eyes some, are... Ugh. Here's something yeah. um, that I probably haven't said before. <laughs> Maybe I have on the show. But I am an official Graceland-sanctioned Elvis tribute artist judge. Are you kidding me? I had to take a test and everything. Dawn, early in my career, it would have been the early 90s, a book came out called I Am Elvis. And it was a book that featured three pages maybe on every single Elvis impersonator they could round up. Wow. And the guy I was working with, Bob Yates at the time, we had on as many of those Elvis impersonators as we possibly yeah. could, including That's a guy, right. if I remember right, was his name. He was like the Spanish or Mexican Elvis uh-huh. called Elvez. Oh yeah, Elvez. I know you who know that him. Is. I don't know him personally, <laughs> yeah. but I do yeah. know who that is. Yeah. How the hell did this? How did this happen, Don? Well, how did I end up doing this? Yes. Okay, so there's a Legends Theater in Branson. Yeah. And uh, of course there is. <laughs> yes, and it also has a Dick Clark. Um, American Bandstand, uh, like, cafe associated with it. So it's all one thing. And I was asked to, you know, I used to do Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, yeah. And so um, I was asked to be a judge, and they're like, okay, because they do the, – Graceland just has one competition that is sanctioned by them across yeah. the country, and then they have their national competition each year. Yeah. And they, But you have to go through a test to be able to be a judge. And so they really? asked me if I wanted to because I, I've always been fascinated with Elvis. Love, love Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, you have to study up on it, and you have to know a lot of Elvis stuff and all of his songs and know what they're doing and, and uh, what makes one different from the other. And uh, it's been a number of years, so don't quiz me on that. But... Um, I think I, I, the best one that I know of, he's actually probably still in Branson, but he won one year. His name is Dean Z. Yeah. He plays a, he's a young Elvis, which you rarely get those. Right. You get Vegas Elvis a lot. You you regularly get the big Elvis, the the spangled suits, those guys. He is phenomenal. He sounds just like him. He looks just like him and it will give you chills. Dean huh. Z is his name, and he's cool. got a great voice. Um, yeah, he he'll come out in the army uniform and, really? and do yeah. He does all kinds of great costume changes, and I would highly recommend. Until I up. met you, I never thought that I ever wanted to go to Branson. I thought that's got to be the redneck ground oh, no, zero, worst place in the world I, to possibly it, go. And now I. I think I got to go there next summer. I you think have I've got to go. drive down to Branson. Now back to bats. Let me tell you something. But there's a huge cave there. I told you about yeah, this on the yeah. other show. We're not. We're not going. Oh I'm my gosh! Going. You have to go to the. Marble I'm not going cave. in a cave. I'm not going John, in a cave. John, let me tell you about this cave. Okay? <laughs> yes. A theme park was built. A theme park was built around it. It was uh, discovered in the 1800s by two women. And they uh, <laughs> dropped a pebble down this hole and didn't, you know, they dropped a rock. They didn't hear the yeah. end of it. Um, but it, that's the first part of the cave tour. The wow. main room that you go into, they actually lowered themselves on ropes with lanterns to get down there. Okay. The what main room, you can fly three <laughs> hot air balloons inside. Holy moly. And oh, it's, really? it's as tall. You can fit the Statue of Liberty inside this main room um, tilted. Yeah, it's incredible. Okay. And then you go through the whole cave. There are bats everywhere. Oh. There's a big uh, old mono part of it where they're all just, they really like thousands and thousands. It's like the largest bat population outside of wow. the one in Austin. Um, in so the there's got to be guano everywhere, like falling on your head. There is. And um, one of the early explorers, <laughs> they don't. it doesn't fall on your head, but one of the early explorers made it all the way back through this huge room in, in the cave. And the reason why it's called Marvel Cave is because they thought that the, um, the top of it was marble. And so they brought all these marble miners down there and they found out it was limestone. But <laughs> he dropped rocks over the side of this grand room that looks like a shoe print. And 
He didn't hear it drop either. But that's because it was landing huh. in so much bat guano that no rock Ooh. could make a sound. And it was that's what they started mining out of there. Well, that's the a gold mine. Yeah, it that's is. gold. Yeah. It is. Yeah, and just, you know, barrels and barrels of that stuff they hauled out of there. Yeah. John, uh, John is acting like he's interested and fascinated, but oh, I, no, I, I, was. I can guarantee oh, I was. you. Yeah. I love I can, that. Feign interest. I do it every day. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Ross, you're going to cut that part out. You've got to save us. Um, <laughs> but uh, what, I, oh, what I was going to tell you is you, there's no chance he's going in there. John's got to deal with small spaces. Oh, I wouldn't go in there. No, not a chance. Not yeah, a chance. Yeah. No. Uh, but it's, it's fascinating. I mean, I, I can visualize it, and I think it's, uh, you know, yeah, it's fascinating great. that way. It's wonderful. I used to you work know what I just realized, uh, apropos of nothing? I'm wearing my official Elvis Presley Graceland hoodie today. No. Have With, either what? one of you look, been there? Look, look, look of at the course. It's, it's oh, that is cool. Oh. It's got the sun label to That's All Right Mama on the back. Oh, and sun Elvis records. Is, yeah, sun records. And it's got uh, his autograph on the front. What's that? What, just, what's that I cost? I just realized yeah. that. Uh, it actually, it was only about thirty-five, forty bucks. You should get me like that enough. for Christmas. Three X. Well, he'd have to. I go have to, to Grand get Slant. you something for Christmas. Well, yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. I, I don't think I do. Have Andy, you been? Would you like a couple of hamsters for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Either one of you answer? Have either one of you been to Graceland? Yeah. You I have. have not. You have not, John. I've not. Well, how'd you get that hoodie then? I order. You can order. Order it online. Enterprises, I think, okay. is the website. Have you been to Memphis, John? I haven't. Oh. I would love to go to Memphis. I haven't been to, I want to go to Memphis. I want to go to Nashville. Haven't been to either one. Mm. Someday I have to. That should to. be our driving tour. We got to go to Branson mm -hmm. and then do a swing down south and yeah. cover both of those cities. See, I you said you did, you had no interest in Branson before you met Dawn, but I've always found it, I thought the idea would be fascinating just to see what it's like. Oh, I'm seeing hillbillies and bib overalls with no <laughs> oh, yeah. shoes or socks well, no, on. That's not, but they do have that whole pipes. culture. Like yeah. that's used in all the hillbilly stuff. Guys selling shine out of the back of a truck <laughs> and behind a gas station. Yeah, all those tchotchkes, any, you know, any place you go in that has souvenirs, you've got hillbilly everything. You know, you I'll have uh, the country stars go there and they have theaters like Andy Williams had a big theater. I worked there for a while. Um, you had, um, oh, Boxcar Willie. <laughs> oh, Boxcar <laughs> he, he passed Willie. away. King um, of the hits, yeah. You have uh, Yakov Shmirnov has a theater. Um, How'd that happen? He's not funny. Well, he is to Branson people, I guess. And then you've got like <laughs> What magicians. a country! Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you've got a lot of um, country stars that go down there to, you know, they've built big theaters. There's huge music. If you're into country music at all, you, you will like it. And, John, uh, something I don't understand, one of the biggest Titanic uh, museums in sure. the world yeah. is there. Yes, so a family Titanic museum, the ship. There's yeah. a family who Missouri uh, who bought boat like all of the memorabilia. Okay, and they have two museums. One is in uh, near Dollywood, I believe, um, and then they have another one in Branson. And the front of the museum is the replica of the front of the ship. Huh. And then wow. it is such a fascinating place because you see, like, here are plates from somebody's trunk that they had. You know, the rich people. Yeah. It's sure. like they brought yeah. their china with them. They have, like, here's an original menu from the night it sank. And it's, like, in glass. You know, you have all of these accounts from people that are um, – they did a great job recording audio of people who, who wow. survived and their accounts. It'll make you cry. Just listening to what they have to say. Oh my gosh! And just oh, fascinating. Huh. Highly that recommend. Sounds, yeah. You have to go to the Titanic Museum if you're ever in Branson. Hmm. Yep. What happened to Elvis? How did he end up in the White House with Richard Nixon with a pair of uh, revolvers and becoming the drug czar, whatever? John, do you know the 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 backstory there? How that came about? 
Well, he made a statement uh, about, I don't think the it was Beatles. specifically about the Beatles. Was it specifically? Yeah, they were like, so. you're un-American or something? Yeah. yeah, because of drugs and, and because they use drugs and, and the whole you're culture. you're like, you're on drugs right now. You're so yeah, high, Elvis. Yeah, his what are you eyes, doing? The photos of him with Nixon, his eyes are incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God! It's just. Oh, he'd amazing. go right to the back seat of the troopers' car. They wouldn't even do the <laughs> test on him. No, no. I mean, they were exactly uh, so dilated and red and just. So oh, did he guy. show up unannounced, or was this a meeting? I don't think you can show up unannounced to the yeah. White House. I think it was arranged. Yeah. Unless it was like back in the time of Abe Lincoln, then you could just go up there. <laughs> you could just go up and go. I want to talk to the president. And he'd go. Okay. Well, that's when they had cows out in the front yard. That's true. Uh, but Nixon uh, seemed to enjoy the meeting, did he not? I don't know. He's smiling in the picture. I don't know, it. shaking his hand and going, how you doing? <laughs> this had to be a Colonel Tom Parker thing, right? Sure. Well, <laughs> possibly. Yeah. Anyway, one of the pieces I read this morning, um, and it was either uh, McCartney or Lennon, uh, referred to Elvis as a plonker, P.L. <laughs> P-L-O-N-K-E-R, a plonker. Is that a British I, thing? I don't know what it means, oh, but God, I'm going to start. Find out. I, I'm surprised I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to start fitting that one in because I love using wanker. So plonker <laughs> is uh, my next one. You bloody plonker. They have so many great like uh, slang terms. Um, you think they're stupid if you call someone a plonker. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what both McCartney and Lennon were talking about in these pieces, that they really loved the early Elvis, um, but that the Elvis uh, that showed up after the Army wasn't the same guy, and the Elvis in Vegas was just uh, awful, awful. And they said they made an allusion, or uh, they alluded to the fact that Elvis was playing Vegas just to pay off Colonel Tom Parker's gambling debts. Have you ever heard that before? I've never heard that. I've never heard that either, but uh, that would explain a few things, maybe. I got to tell you, as a kid, uh, my first favorite song in the whole wide world was, uh, I think it was on a B-side. It was an Elvis song, and it was, uh, if you're looking for trouble, you come to the right place. Hound Dog Blues? Is it Hound Dog? No, no, the name of that is Evil. Yeah, I'm evil. My middle name is Misery. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Yeah. and I always thought that was song. Yeah, best song I had ever ever heard. That's from uh, King Creole, the only Elvis movie really that is watchable. (laughs) Oh, they're so bad. He even did a cowboy movie, and I thought, okay, this will be good. No, it's it was it was awful. My favorite Elvis. um, Well, I like um, my favorite Elvis movie is Roused About. It is so stupid. Have you ever seen it? It's like about a oh, traveling yeah. Um, yeah. motorcycle rider. He yes. does these evil, evil Knievel yes. stunts inside a wheel. Yeah, yeah. It's I've just, seen that one. Oh, my gosh. John has probably, look, he's going he's to get going the actual to motorcycle. Get now that he doesn't have his headphones on, doesn't he kind of remind you of the dude from Big Lebowski, John? <laughs> he's kind of dressed like, yeah. he's kind of dressed like the dude. Um and I love Poke Salad Annie. The other one he was in was uh, the one where he's a race car driver and a singer, both at the same time. Go yeah. ahead, John. What do you got? I, I just found these the other That's day in Viva a box here. They're all Elvis movies. Oh, and they're, great. They're all, they're all VHS. VHS. I, I, don't know, I don't know what to do with them. You got G.I. Blues, Flaming Star, Wild in the Country, Paradise Hawaiian Style, and Love Me Tender. Ooh. They've got to be worth something, right? I, VHS, are they? I, I don't know. Yeah. They'll probably end up at Goodwill, I'm guessing. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. You can't Goodwill those. eBay just, those. Yeah, just see what happens on eBay. All right. Look at that whole room we could eBay. What do we have to do? To I uh, actually, John? well, Kenny knows this. I am eBaying all my CDs at the moment. You are? I, I'm putting them all on Is a hard drive. Is it a pain and, in the ass? It's not what I've been doing. No, it's because it takes two seconds to list them. Okay. Two seconds to sell them. And five minutes to drive to the post office. Okay. You'll be sorry. And you'll I be won't sorry. not no, not CDs. No. No, you'll be sorry. I when I got rid of all my LPs, ten years later I was sorry. I wish oh, I hadn't done that. Oh, that hurts but, me. Yeah. Well and now of course full circle I'm back to collecting LPs. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, I was gonna say, um in the early seventies my mom would let me stay up so we could watch 
and I think it was more than one, the Elvis uh, in Vegas shows, and I just I just loved those as a kid, and I was really, really devastated uh, when Elvis went face down in the carpet in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. 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 And speaking of going face down, it's, it's December 8th today. Yeah, it is. You know what that oh, is? Oh, John is. Lennon. John oh, Lennon, yeah. It's also the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, which is a holy day of obligation, and <laughs> I hope is Joe Souchere really? is going to Mass. Hmm. Um, Since he I told would, me, and I'm a practicing Catholic. Because I, I said, oh, I, I was raised Catholic, I'm Catholic, and he goes, and I practice. Do you want me to go ask him? He's sitting in the other room. Uh, oh, my God. Is he? I don't, is he? Is he is, he, yep. Oh, my God. He just heard me do an impersonation. I went out there to cough to not distract you, and no. I coughed right in his face. I'm sure so. we, uh, If you ask him, he'll look at me very sternly and Don, go, yes, we, I am going to mass. We impersonate him right to his face, so okay. don't worry about it. All the yeah. time. All the time. Yeah. It was a very scary moment for me when he yelled, I'm practicing. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't put a lot into that because. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was not me. I did not say that. I think he buy, he's one of these uh, uh, Catholics that buys his way out of sin, doesn't he? <laughs> wow, <laughs> buys his way? You mean by lighting wow. candles in the church? No, there's no just giving him money. <laughs> no, you write him a check, and then you're for, you don't have to do all those hail marys. Isn't that oh how my it works? Gosh. Oh my Go ahead, Ross. There was one show that. Uh, I know you were on. I'm not sure if you were on this one, John, where I was literally cutting up some audio for the show for the socials and just cackling at my desk in laughter when he was, when Such was boasting about having inside paying privileges at a few gas stations. Yeah. You're not supposed oh, to be oh, yeah. you're not right. supposed to be able to pay in cash inside. Right. But he can because they know he's not using a card. Right. The the oh, famous he doesn't uh, use a card anywhere? No, no, God no. He doesn't no. He's never been to a cash machine in he's, his life. He's, ne- he's never used an his ATM, he told us what? one day. No. Never used an ATM card. No, no. <laughs> And the famous because he doesn't want to be tracked. I'm interested in this. No, uh, he's just a cranky old guy that doesn't yeah. like. Yeah, he deals he with likes cash, cash and checks. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But my favorite Such uh, Catholic story is the one where he's out for a walk and the urge hit him, and he's uh, I don't know he's walking by a church or a school or the something. Urge. He's, what kind of urge? And uh, he he you'll he, see. He went into <laughs> oh, shoot. he went into the building to, uh, and the sister was there and asked, "Can I use your bathroom?" and uh, comes out of the bathroom 20 30 minutes later and uh <laughs> says uh, is there anything uh, i can do for you sister and she goes uh, well uh, our, our plumbing is uh about to go out and uh, <laughs> oh it's gonna gosh. cost us ten ten thousand dollars and uh i i think that that 30 minutes cost joe over a grand yeah <laughs> he wrote oh, her a check right? oh, he wrote her so check. nice <laughs> no. what a sweetie no that's very nice <laughs> she then took that money and went to branson <laughs> <laughs> no i think they actually got things fixed up thanks to oh. uh old s- sinful joe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we didn't get to is uh, I was talking S about you on either Thursday or Friday of last week, Don, when what? you flew to St. Louis for a, a wedding. Yeah. But it was a working vacation. You stayed in a haunted house or mansion, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I stayed in the Lemp Mansion. Lemp, as in Lemp Brewery. Do you yeah. remember Lemp Beer? No, nope, <sighs> never heard of it. Okay, so they were the original. You know, you have Anheuser-Busch that's, you know, based in St. Louis. And then uh, the Lemp family came over from Germany and figured out, you know, nobody was making lager here. And right, so right. Uh, this guy got rich off of creating lager. And, uh, the it, you know, this is back in, you know, the 1800s. Uh, and so then the family grew. They had a huge empire and they, they also made Falstaff beer. Oh, that's okay. one I recognize. Right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, they had a lot of success in business, but then their family had just tragic things happen. Three of them died by suicide in the house I stayed in. The Oof. creator and his son and then uh, one of the sisters. And then another one of the women in the family died by suicide in another house. Like She, she lived outside of the home, and she also was it on the property, or was it just f- further away, or, or what? Um, it wasn't on the property, but she also 
So died MC, by suicide. MC was with you. Did you bring any equipment with? Of course, I videoed it. I mean, and yeah, there's a lot of activity there. I, Enough to help us kill an hour next week. <laughs> uh, not an hour. Have you listened to the audio yet? I haven't. I'm I'm worn out, guys. Yeah. To the end of the year, I'm like, oh. yeah. That's how I am. With I haven't even listened right to now. the audio from the prison. Okay. All right. I'm pretty behind when it comes to that stuff, but um, it was a lot of fun. We got a lot of visual. They, you know. Did they mess with the lights again? Yeah, I had my whole light display set up and asking specific questions. I had a book that I bought about the Lemp family, yeah. and I was reading through it. Yeah. And I would mention certain people and certain situations. Yeah. I was reading aloud, and they would all light up at once. Shut Oof. up. No. Yikes. Oh. With certain things. And you that got I that on say. camera? Mm hmm. Don, you're the most messed up person I know. <laughs> no, I'm not. But I, yeah, you're all right, though. But I, I mean, seriously, there, there's <laughs> something's going on with you. I got, I wish I had more time to try to really focus and try to communicate with the dead. Get <laughs> 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 out of my mouth! And I was so I'm very like focused on work and uh, you know it's like I cram to like 10 hours of work into six yeah. every day and yeah. I'm, I'm just I don't you have to sort of let your mind be in that kind of space in order to connect you know yeah, and I yeah. can't I just I'm so full of just what I have to do next and I've got to go here and there and you know what I mean you've got to find a way to make that pay that's yeah, it. So yeah. that's your gig, Ross. The What's his deal with it? What's he going to do? Yeah, what am I going to do? Figure out how to get... Uh... <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I see I your didn't... mic light on. Oh, okay. Sorry. He wanted to uh, say that it's almost over. No, well, here's what, here's what I do have for you. <laughs> There's a line that I heard one college football coach mention about one of my favorite college football coaches who's certifiably probably crazy. Okay. And he said, you know, this coach, Mike, is... So kind of insane. Y you wouldn't institutionalize him, <laughs> but if he was in an institution, he couldn't you, get out. You probably wouldn't let him wouldn't out. Let him out. Yeah. That's Don McClain. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. I think well, Ross then I'll just have a contest you. for Elvis impersonators inside. <laughs> we the need facility. to get Z. Z should be on the pod. Oh, we should get the Dean Z. Oh, we should yeah. get the Elvis impersonator on at some point. Oh yeah, he probably would. Well, did you get everything in, John? Don? Sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think we should end this podcast earlier than we have been because I'm the one who has to uncomfortably walk through the Steve or Steve. The um Chris the Reavers. Yeah. Steve Reavers. Steve Reavers. <laughs> I like that better I call than Chris. Him Steve. Chris Don. Reavers and Sush are out there just boiling because they aren't able to yeah. get into the studio Poor yet. Poor Don has to go to the firing squad for me and say, well, Ross will be in there for yeah, a few more minutes. Yeah. So. I, I need you to get comfortable with making these two mad. No. Uh, every day I bring Chris to the point where if I were there in person, he would punch me in the face. <laughs> and then you know you're a good, you know, yeah. you've done your job and okay. you're a good friend. And Such just yells at all of us every day anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so don't worry about that. He just looks that. at me over his glasses. Or... Right, right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this no. should come as no surprise. I think I annoy the heck out of Reavers with the emails that I send him every day because good. all I good. ever get from him is, okay. Sure. Yeah. Keep it yes. up, Ross. Keep Fine. it up. Oh I would God. say double down on the emails. Just send him an email asking him how he's doing. Uh, but you can hit the music. I think we're done yeah. here. And am I even going to try to walk this ramp? Ten. Nine. <laughs> eight. Thank you for listening to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Hope you join us again next week on Thanks Wednesday. For listening to News Damn it! Oh, man. It's close. Every week. <laughs> I was counting you down, too. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>